the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. We are live. It's the UFC 272 weekend upon us. I almost called it the UFC 272 Combat Cat. (laughs) We don't have that affiliation. (laughs) It's the Working Fans Combat Cast. It's a man they call David Chevarudi. Chevy, do we know what we got coming up in the next few weeks here? Yes, we do. March 12th, we got UFC Fight Night Santos versus Inkalaev. Then March 19th, we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Volkov versus Ospinal. Mm. And then March 26th, we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Blades versus Dukakis. So that's two heavyweight fight nights in a row. Yeah, heavyweights. <laughs> Hopefully we get some knockouts because we know how it goes with heavyweights. It's either yeah. going to be some banging fireworks or it's going to be we're tired. <laughs> a lot of sucking wind for three rounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do want to at least just mention the Kane Velasquez thing. Like anything else, last I looked, we don't have any information. We heard that apparently he's been arrested, attempted murder. The rumors going around on the internet seem to be that there might have been some abuse at a daycare to one of Kane's kids. And that abuser and father were apparently the ones who were shot at. The father might have got shot. But this is all like speculation. I haven't yet to see anything like an official news source. All rumors. All rumors yeah. at this point. So I'll just say hopefully nobody is severely hurt. And hopefully everything will work itself out. And we'll have hopefully we'll just have more information as time goes on. And yeah. what's going on. But Kane's always, you know, I don't even want to say, but he's always been one of the good dudes. You know, this isn't right. like the situation, right? So it's like, okay, we'll wait on information. But this is very surprising. Right. Well, one thing you don't want to do with any person, whether they're a good dude or a bad dude, is mess with their kids. So, yeah. Right. 
So if that is the case, right. That could turn a good dude into a bad dude for sure. Absolutely. That, that's why some of his rumors make sense. But again, that's speculation. We don't know. Right. We don't. So know. let's get to what we do know. There was some fights this weekend. Let's start off with Bellator and Austin Vanderford. We talked about it going up against Musasi. We said that experience was going to be the factor. And boy, it certainly looked like it. He just looked like he was gunning. He looked like a guy who was undefeated going for a knockout. And I'm going to go ahead and hunt against a guy who is like supremely skilled, tactical boxer, wrestler, whatever he wants to do. And he got taken out. Yeah, Austin looked a little, I mean, it ended up being overconfidence. But, I mean, he looked confident in his striking, which we talked about going into it. That was going to be what he was going to have to worry about was Misasi striking. He should have relied on his on his takedowns to try to grind out a win but he decided to try to uh, get on the stand up every fight starts standing so you have to deal with that and he got clipped early when he was throwing some wild punches and then the actual finishing sequence it looked like after austin got clipped he tried to shoot in on musashi and it looked like musashi sprawled on his head and and smashed his head off the canvas or you know hit him with his hips hard enough but that really rocked him because he covered up immediately and went to his back and was finished by Musasi. Yeah. So great showing by Musasi. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world, let alone in Bellator, let alone middleweight. I'd love to see him against Izzy. Mm. You know, that we'll never see that fight, but yeah. I'd love to see him against Izzy and I would do uh, you know, hot take. I'd like his chances against Izzy, to be honest, he can mm-hmm. do it all. He's very, very well-rounded. Yeah. Trying to think I wouldn't mind seeing him try to go up at like heavyweight, even in Bellator, see if he can win the title. Like, I'm just saying he's got the skills and the talent. Right. He's not that outsized. Right. The man knocked out Mark Hunt at heavyweight, like we talked about. So yeah. <laughs> he can go up. I'll get to some of these comments real quick. Randy, the mask guy, is he coming back to coming? Well, we don't know. That's up in the air. Uh, he's uh, off in, you know, South America doing things or whatever. <laughs> so we will know that. He's tough uh, to get a hold of. And Chevy, maybe you can stream a UFC game to Twitch sometimes. You know, keep that in I mind. do own the UFC game, so that is a possibility. I just yeah. got to find some time to get on there is all. <laughs> Yeah, right. Chevy's got a job now. Got a yeah. job. Yeah, right? I got a job. And we'll answer this Kobe winning stuff because we are going to preview the main card coming up for UFC 272. But before we do that, past weekend's fight night, as you know, I texted you. I was I just got home in time for the main event. Boy, was I disappointed. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I wanted Bobby Green to pull off this upset so bad. It would have been a great story. Me, like Michael Bisping, we smelled upset. We were wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's not Now, I'll say this in the short time. Green had, you know, he was he was fighting that takedown. But boy, it's not once he got him down. He was just so aggressive. And I think, you know, Bobby said too he'd like a full camp. I think that's the fighter in him. And I I I'm not saying that's wrong, but man, it just looked like Islam was just Light years better when it came to being on the ground, too. So, love me some Bobby Green. Hope he gets another shot with a full camp at a main event fight night slot or something. But Ishan Makachev, the real deal. And as we're going to talk about with this upcoming main card, like, he was ready to volunteer to fight RDA. And that was super impressive. I'm kind of sorry he almost didn't get it. I get why UFC didn't do it because maybe they didn't want to ruin one of their potential contenders here but super impressive what did you think of that fight i thought the fight went about how i thought it was gonna go makachev 
dominated on the ground. He didn't even bother to engage in the striking, really. He just went for the takedown to show his dominance, and that's what he did. He is the real deal. Like you said, I'd like to see him against a top three guy. If you know he wants to wait for the next title shot, I'm fine with that. I know Connor said he's coming back in july or something i don't know connor says a lot of things but makachev's not going to turn down a money fight if connor decides he wants to fight him also the storyline with him being you know khabib 2.0 and khabib's his coach and all that might be interesting but i don't think that fight works out for connor i don't like him against anyone in the top five really so i i, I like makachev's chances against Oliveira if he wins i think he has a harder time tougher matchup with gaichi mm-hmm. yeah i think you're right i think gaichi's takedown defense and the fact gaichi's just probably a little better on that feet makes him a difficult matchup whereas Oliveira will probably try to go to the ground and yeah he's I good think- when he's not the one on his back i feel like you know right and, and I think Makachev's going to put him on his back, and then he'll be in trouble. We're going to preview this card. I'm going to give you a couple more here, Randy, since you're always so loyal to us. Who is Dom Cruz fighting next? Best of my knowledge, it's Jose Aldo. The last I heard, they were trying to make that fight. Don't know if it's official yet. And let's see, your dream UFC versus Bellator fight. You know what? Man, that's a tough one just to like come up with. We should almost do that as a show for a future segment. Yeah, we, yeah, we could do that as a show, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a future idea, Randy. We're going to do that as a future segment. Maybe some UFC Bellator fights. Is there any other thing you want to talk about with this fight night card else that popped up? I mean, there were some good fights on there. Petrosian versus Rodriguez was a close fight uh, back and forth. There was a robbery on the card with oh. Kim got robbed when she was fighting Cachuera. That was a pretty good fight, especially the last round. Exciting. You and I shit on Wellington Terman. Serkinov, we we both picked Serkinov. I did not know that Terman was training with Glover, though. Um, He had moved his camp to work with Glover. It showed for sure his grappling was much better. He snatched that armbar on Serkinov real quick. He tapped like immediately. Uh, That was impressive. So shout out to him for making us eat some crow. The standout one was Armin Sir, um, boy, Circassian, Circassian. I can't pronounce his name. Armin versus Joel Alvarez. Joel Alvarez has a hundred percent finish rate in his all his wins, but he was still the underdog because Armin is, you know, this Eastern European world beater like all the other like Dagestani people. He has a loss to Makachev before they got to the UFC. Uh-huh. So there's a bit of a storyline there. He wants to get that fight back. Islam did say on the post show that, you know, they offered the fight to Sarkeesian and he wasn't interested. He said he wasn't ready, but then he called him out after he won. So there's a little bit of heat there. He looked like a problem in the future. So keep an eye out on Armin. Think him and Islam may have a title fight at some point in the next few years. Yeah, some good stuff there. That Welton Truman, I did see that uh, armbar actually on the highlights. Oh, snatched it quick. Yeah. Yeah, no joke. Man, let's see, Randy. Is Anderson Silva the worst injury you've ever seen in a fight? No, I think that still ranks up there. That and the Weidman legs. Yeah, him and Weidman, yeah. Which was the same injury, yeah. Yeah, I never want to see those injuries again. 
No, that was, oh. that was very bad. I, well, speaking of the... There was a grotesque. Yeah, that was that Armin versus Alvarez fight. Armin caught him with a real bad elbow right on the bridge of his nose at the mm-hmm. end of the first round. And Bisping was saying they're going to stop the fight in between rounds because he was gushing blood. It was It was awful, but... They didn't stop the fight, but he got stopped shortly after that. So Yeah, there was a girl, too, Leslie something, I want to say, who had a real bad ear injury. It looked like her ear was going to fall. She had her ear, like, ripped off. Yeah, that, that yeah. one was a bad one, too, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, obviously, the one last one I met, who actually ended up winning the fight, but Robbie Lawler had that real weird lip That cut. was bad. Uh, also, yeah. it wasn't. It didn't turn out to be a terrible injury, but when Joanna's head swelled up against right. Zang, that, was, that looked real bad. Right, so... Silva and Weidman are the worst injuries we've ever seen, but some of these other ones were some of the more grotesque-looking, yeah. like, cuts or hematomas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or in those backyard fights when Kimbo was fighting backyard fights and he punched that guy and broke his orbital and his eye was, like, hanging out. I don't know if you saw that. That was old YouTube days. But oh, yeah. That was, uh, uh, that was a rough one, too. And for your wrestling fans, Vader and Stan Hansen, where Stan Hansen punched Vader in his eye, and his eye almost popped out of socket, too. In Japan, you can check that out. Yeah. Uh, so, UFC 272, first fight on this main card I got is Sergey Spivak. Mm-hmm. Yep, against Greg Hardy. Man, both these guys need a win. Spivak is 4-3 and three in the UFC. He does have a win over Ty to Avasa, which is interesting, too, early on. Before Ty went on this roll. Hardy is 7-4-1 overall. Two-fight losing streak. Surf- Knockouts both, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, Spivak, interesting enough. So he's 13-3 overall. And of his 11 wins, there's finishes. Five knockouts, six subs. I bring that up because I think that's interesting. So if this goes to the ground, unless Hardy has made some vast improvement, which doesn't seem he's- to be the case ever in any of his fights when he goes He's to- getting wrapped up, yeah. Yeah, he's getting wrapped up, and I don't know. Two-fight losing streak, man. I feel like the UFC wants Greg Hardy to win. His last loss was Tico. This is Spearback here. Tico punches. Uh, he said one other one got knocked out. I don't know that necessarily he has a glass chin, though. So I, I'm right, uh, It's heavyweight, so. Yeah, anything could happen. I'll go with Sergey. Something tells me Hardy's going to pull this off, but just looking at their records, I feel like Sergey should probably win this if it goes to the ground. Yeah, I would prefer the Sergey one, yeah. but I, I think based on watching his fights, if it gets to the ground, he has a huge advantage. But I just think that Hardy's athleticism isn't going to allow the fight to get to the ground. He's so fast and so powerful. I think he's probably going to catch Sergey early with something and probably knock him out and finish him. Which is, like you said, what the UFC would probably prefer happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I truly would, and I, I guess that explosiveness is why I keep thinking Hardy's got the shot here. Like I always do. Yeah, screw it. I'm gonna go Hardy too, round one, just because I have a feeling that like that's how he wins his fights. <laughs> if he doesn't knock him out in the first round, he's probably gonna get submitted. We got an interesting welterweight fight here: Cowboy Oliveira, Brazilian Cowboy versus Kevin Holland. Holland is an interesting case, right? Because his last fight was a no contest, and he lost two before that. But before that, he had won five in a row. He had, like, a performance of the night, like, three times. The guy had, like, tied the most wins in the calendar. Like, he was really a star during the COVID. Period. Right. In the bubble, he was great. Yes. And now, I mean, Brazilian Cowboy, whew, I mean, this guy is definitely got a lot in terms of, like, you know, credentials. But he's on a, a three-fight losing streak right now. Yeah, I was just double-checking that. Yeah, 
and two out of three losses where he was finished too. He's always comes ready to go. He always comes prepared. Big experience advantage. But I just feel like Kevin Holland's been taking his time. He seems like a guy that's always improving to me. I think Kevin Holland's going to get this done. I want to almost say by submission, but I think that's crazy because Brilliant, you know, like, you know, this is the Brazilian cowboy. Like, he's, you know, it shouldn't happen. But I don't know. I'll say decision. I'll say Kevin Holland gets it done by decision. So I think skills wise, they're pretty comparable. I think Cowboy's problem is he goes into fights and he wants to be exciting, but he doesn't like use a lot of fight IQ. So he go he puts himself in dangerous situations. He gets wild, which are is great for the fans because his all his fights are exciting. Kevin will do that as well, but I think at a much more technical level and i i think that's going to come through on saturday and i think that kevin is going to get the finish on cowboy as well i think it's going to be a tko it's funny that you say submission i really think the only way he submits him is if he you know knocks him down and like jumps on him and gets a submission and won't be any technical grappling or anything like that but i I think he's going to tko him I'm going to say probably round three, though. I, I think it's going to be fight of the night for sure. Most exciting fight on the card, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Randy, I'll just talk about Brazilian Cowboy. He wants to know about the next Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone. He's got a fight with Joe Lozon coming up. Actually, he's doing no, movies and stuff, too. So he's yeah. he's got one foot out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, UFC 274, May 7th, though. Joe Lozon, a couple of old school vets going at it. So that should be fun. In the meantime, getting back to this card. We got, Ed, I like this one a lot. You said this one could be fine tonight too. Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Barbosa, God, what is he? I think he lost his last fight at this division, but he won his two prior to that and was looking really good. Like, let me double check that here. My notes are a little discombobulated. Yep, that was right. He lost to Giga there in his last one, which Giga's been on a roll. Before that, though, he beat Shane Burgos. He beat Makwan. Um, that was that bad knockout on Chain Burgos where he got hit and then, yeah. like, delayed knocked out. Yeah. I mean, he's got fight of the night eight times. A performance of the night and the old school knockout of the night when that was. Barboza is a beast. I don't want to say he's going to be in that Hall of Fame because he hasn't won a title, but he, he could be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I he, think you could put him in there. Yeah. I think like, a lot he of has maybe the greatest knockout of all time in the UFC was that Terry Edom wheel yeah, kick. Yeah. That being said, Bryce Mitchell is undefeated, you know, great on the ground. He's got performance of the night one time and a fight of the night one time. So right, he's he landed the twister on yes. someone. So Matt Sales. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is super hard to do. Now, this is a big step up for Bryce, though. Like, I don't feel Barboza. Like, when I was saying how Holland's going to beat Cowboy Oliveira, it's because part of me thinks Cowboy Oliveira is getting past his prime. And I think he might be on that. I don't feel that way with Barboza. I feel like maybe Barboza is a little passive in a sense, like he's not going to beat that top five. I don't know if Bryce is ready for this. Mm. If he gets it done, I think he's going to, um, he's going to do it with takedowns and he's going to keep, he's going to do it with pressure. He's going to do it with takedowns. Ah, shit. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Bryce Mitchell. He's pulling it off. He's going to do it with takedowns and he's going to get a decision. That's my vote. What do you got? I think that Barbosa's takedown defense is too good, and he's good enough on the ground to defend himself 
long enough to get to his feet. And on the feet, he is much, much better than Bryce Mitchell. With that being said, apparently there's some heat between these guys. Bryce said some stuff about Brazilians or, I don't know, he's trying his best Colby Covington or something. So if Barbosa is going in there emotional, he's gassed out before. So he could gas out and then he'll get submitted real quick. I'm going to assume he's too experienced for that. He's veteran. He's going to go in there composed. And I love Bryce Mitchell. I love both guys. I, but I, I think that, like you said, it's a big step up. Going to be tough for him. I think he gets his first L against Barbosa in, in this. And I, I think it might end up being a, a bad knockout, maybe a flying mm-hmm. knee or something like that And when he's shooting in. So I'm going to say Ooh. TKO Barbosa round three. Okay. Okay. See what happens. Mokana. Mokano stepping in on short notice against RDA. He's looked good. He's three and one since moving to lightweight. This guy's had a fight at night a couple times. One time actually, performance at night one time. He's fought a lot of great quality competition. Guys like Cub Swanson, Ortega. Man, RDA is so skilled all around. But what's interesting is RDA hasn't fought in a while. 2020, when I was looking at this. Paul Felder was his uh, short yeah. notice. Paul Felder was his last fight. I like, McConnell. and he lost before that. I think McConnell's going to get this done. I think he's 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 been improving on the feet. Really good on the ground too. I say he takes decisions. I think this is really going to be based on if RDA is rested or rusty. So if he comes in rusty, I think Morikano gets his back early and submits him. If he comes in rested on the feet while. Hanato has improved his striking. RDA, I think, is still on another level. And while Moicano has fought at featherweight and moved up, RDA has done well at welterweight. So that could be a difference too, just the strength in the grappling. But I think it really is a pick. I think it's based on if RDA is rusty from not being in the cage. You know, he's not young either. So father time can catch up at any minute. I, I, I'm having a hard time pick this one. I'm going to say RDA decision. Okay. All right. I'll disagree on that one. Before we get to this main event, Randy, any good championships fights coming up? Yes. 273. You got to wait for the next one. That one's got Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. And that also has Alderman Sterling. And the, finally, we've been waiting for this title match against uh, Peter Yan. So, Phantom mm-hmm. Championship. So, a couple great title fights there. And I think Randy's given us an idea for another segment. What's your ultimate G- UFC dream card, either from fights of the past or dream fights? That's something maybe we'll put together. I think maybe we'll do one of, like, that might be kind of fun, actually. Do a UFC dream card. like of, Yeah, uh, make our own card, yeah. Yeah, like past and presence. Yeah, maybe a five-fight main card or something. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, we can do that. All right, let's talk about this main event, though. Covenant versus Masvidal. Ooh, grudge match. Don't sleep on Masvidal because Covenant is going to try to take him down at some point, and he could eat a flying knee like Ben Askren did. He could. <laughs> That's not what I see happen. Covington can put that pressure on. He's really good, and he hung in there with Usman, who knocked out Masvidal. Even though I think Usman's better than Masvidal, I think that knockout, I'm not so convinced that happens every time. You no, know? Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So Masvidal can definitely pull this off on the feet, but I think Covington's is better, well-rounded. I think he'll be able to get the takedowns. I think he'll be able to do – I think he'll be able to implement his game plan. 
And mm-hmm. I got Covington winning this by decision. I'm going to do something that's probably not going to be super popular. This is my hot take. Okay. Uh, I think Jorge Masvidal is the most over, second most overrated fighter on the roster. Mm-hmm. Second only to his most notable win, Nate Diaz. Also not going to get me a lot of fans. But, mm-hmm. you know, his last wins are Nate Diaz, Ben Askren, Darren Till, and Cowboy. Not one of them is at the top of their game. I like Jorge personally. Like he's authentic. He's, you know, a great talker, but I think he just capitalized on an opportunity on a few good finishes and then being himself with the altercation he had with Leon Edwards and just good timing. And he blew up and he made the best of that. And I think he's climbed as high as he's going to get. And I don't care if him and Colby were best friends forever they're brothers for all i care matchup wise this is tough for jorge colby's gonna go out there and do do what colby does you you can love him or hate him um i'm not his biggest fan for sure i understand that this is a gimmick and i think it's stupid and boring but the only thing that was more boring was his actual personality and his fight style. But he's going to implement that fight style of being boring. He's going to get his hands on Jorge and not give him any space. He's going to take him down over and over. He's going to hold him up against the cage. And he's going to grind out a win, I think. These guys were training partners and friends. I, I think it's very possible that this ends up being a very boring fight where they're just waiting for the other guy to do what they think they're going to do, and it never happens. Enjoy the undercard of this main card. Yeah. That's, so I think the main – yeah, I'm with you. I, I think Colby – I definitely don't think he has a shot at finishing Jorge. I think this is going to be a very uh, – I'm going to have to drink a Red Bull for this card because I think this one's going to be late. We're going to be going a five-round decision for Colby. Um. I'm I'm interested if they're going to hug it out at the end, you know? Yeah. We'll see. I think personally, if Jorge loses this fight, if he wants to capitalize on his fame before, you know, his before everyone realizes his actual level of skill, I think he should fight Connor because I think that is a good matchup for both of them. Yeah. As far as making money and actually being a competitive fight. So I I, uh, I think after this fight, maybe he does that and he retires. Yeah, or he'll go to bare knuckle. Or yeah, or I mean, yeah, bare knuckle might, would be good for him. Yeah. They might throw a lot of money at him, and he right. can actually do well. Yeah. yeah, he would do well there. Yeah, him and Mike Perry. Let's see that one. <laughs> also, that UFC 273 card I had mentioned in the comments. The next time they had just recently announced, you Gilbert Burns and Hazmat Shemaev are going to fight. Hazmat has been just destroying competition, but he's been out for a while. You know, he had real bad injuries due to COVID and lungs got in really bad shape from his end. But, man, this guy's been a beast. That being said, this is quite a step up in competition. I'll be interested to see how this goes uh, as we get closer. Like, to come back and against Gilbert, that's uh, Yeah, no slouch. No slouch. Has he had a fight since COVID? I'm trying to remember. Was that? He fought Jingling. Oh. Jing, Jing Long. Yeah, 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 was, yeah, yeah. He absolutely demolished. He just picked he him did. up, carried him to the corner, and finished him. Yeah, was... he did. So he's looked himself. Okay, so yeah. that's the version we're getting against Burns. If he does that to Burns, like you gotta just send this man over to a title shot. Right? Yeah, it was, yeah, Usman better watch out. If he does that to Burns, Usman might be in trouble. You yeah, 
<laughs> he just picks him up, has his way with him. Like, yeah. At that yeah. point, like, yeah, Usman's in trouble. And then watch out middleweight. Is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gilbert's the real measuring stick. We're going to know where Hosma is at after this fight for sure. Because we don't really know where he's at right now. Yeah, Randy, hopefully it is a fun card. I think we think it's going to be a fun card. We're just wondering once we get to that main event, if the chemistry of this fight... It's like Usman, he's got some finishes lately, so he's been kind of like rocking the trend. But before that, for a long time, he was not an exciting fighter. And he had the Colby was, style of fighting. Right. But for whatever reason, when him and Colby get together, they cancel each other out because they're both so evenly matched that it ends up being this great right. fight. Turns but, into a striking match. Yeah. Right. So I think people might be forgetting that, but that's... Not, normally, Kobe doesn't have those kind of bangers. He's only had those kind of bangers with two people that I can think of. Uh, yeah. Well, no, one person, two fights, Usman. Yeah. He so. uses his striking to get into grappling range, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, he beat up Robbie Lawler, but that's just because Robbie just fought the takedown. But he ate like a million jabs from Kobe in that fight, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Final question here. Am I. This is going to be for me, not you, obviously. <laughs> I'm more excited for UFC or AEW Revolution. I wish AEW Revolution was on a Saturday, but they probably didn't want to go up against the UFC. So that's hard for me. So we have two TVs. Don't they know that? Yeah, I know. I'm ready. Sign <laughs> me up. Shit. So I guess we'll say we're split. Chevy's probably more excited for UFC. I'm yeah. more excited for the AEW card. Good weekend for fans of wrestling and combat sports. Check it out. We got some stuff coming up once again. Why don't we hit him with that? That's right. So next weekend on March 12th, we have UFC Fight Night Santos versus Ankalaev. And then March 19th, UFC Fight Night Volkov versus Aspinall. The week after, March 26th, UFC Fight Night Blades versus Chris Dukakis. We might have an interview coming up here or two, and we'll do some of these segments that got pitched to us here in the comments here. And I will try to make it to twitch for you randy i'll try to make it on there maybe, <laughs> maybe this weekend we'll see see what we got but in the meantime hey guys ufc 272 this weekend enjoy we'll be back combat cast we out all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please Continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 